And welcome to a special spicy hot edition of The Good, The Bad, and The Podcast, where I'm not sure why, but we are destroying our mouths with spicy hot sauces <laughs> as we look at Satanic Children movie 666. Oh, man. Hello, everybody. I'm Mark. Hey, I'm Kelly. Hi. I'm Fazuzu. <laughs> what? Knew it. On a demon it, from Exorcist. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> just take me a second. Yeah. Got the teeth though. Yes. Man, you need the uh, you need the voice too. You got to get the gravity. I can't do it. We'll we'll talk about. I read. I was reading some trivia about the voice there, but. Uh, those Charles, this intense. is uh, th- this is your brainchild. Why uh, why are we doing this right now? This is my brainchild. I thought it was yeah. kind of a collective thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, man. This is all you, dude. Well, I'm blaming you for for any uh, first to third degree burns my mouth. Well, gets. for one, we always do a Christmas special. Um, I don't think we've done an episode since what the election. So it's been at least a month, um, yeah. month and a half, and so. I wanted to do one December, a Christmas one, uh, but I'm also a huge fan of the uh, you, the show uh, Hot Ones, and so if you're not familiar so with that show... So we're ripping them off. Yes, we are. But if you're not familiar <laughs> with that show, um, basically they um, they have celebrities on there that um, they the, it's like an interview, but as they're being interviewed, the celebrities have to eat wings that get hotter and hotter and hotter until by the end, they're the hottest wings you can imagine. They're super spicy, right? So... I thought, wouldn't it be cool if we could do that, but review movies and see how we could keep reviewing movies? So for each one of our movies, we're going to do four. This is a special episode. For each one of the four movies, we're going to start with the mildest and work our way up through the um, Apollo. Um, yeah, those are the little things I made for them. Um, so the Apollo, and these are, by the way, I um, these are the same sauces that they use on the show. Um, so you got a classic sauce, which is their mildest one. Uh, then you have, uh, let's see, do I have it? Yeah. This is, uh, called Nugget Honey, and it's literally honey Nugget with honey. peppers. Um, we have, this is a more medium one. And then Los finally, calientes. finally, we have the Last Dab Apollo. And this is the one on their own website, on their own scale, it's an 11 out of 10 on hot. So, <laughs> I saw that on the package. I'm, I'm a little nervous, I'm not gonna lie. This is, uh, gives me very interesting. I'm... Um, for those wondering, I'm, I'm going to be cauliflower wings, um, and that, that's why we're running late, because I literally just cooked them, got them going, it took a little longer, um, and so, yeah, so, how could we possibly tie this into Christmas and hot ones? <laughs> how about hotter than hell, satanic <laughs> children movies, and not even, like, uh, satanic children's movies, by the way, these are not for children, we should also probably do a parental discretion advice on this particular episode, because yeah, a little bit. we're going to be talking about some crazy stuff, we're going to talk about demons, and possession, and Satan, um, and some, you know, and a lot of people consider The Exorcist to be the scariest movie of all time, so we're talking about that, and by the way, on that trailer, I'll warn, you, I'll warn them when we get to that part, the trailer, they called it a banned trailer, and it was banned, presumably because it might cause epilepsy. So, if you are, and I mean this sincerely, if you think you might be prone to having an epileptic seizure, please just close your eyes for that trailer, because it is crazy. Um, and again, I'll warn you again when we get there. <laughs> but it's a cool trailer, and I like it a lot. Uh, but yeah. Okay, so... 
that's what we're going to do. So we're going to be talking about um, Rosemary's Baby, The Exorcist, The Omen, and Hereditary. This is not an anti-Christmas move or episode, by the way. I just want to make that clear. We're not trying no, to mean, be that I, way. We're trying, but, but you know, how can we possibly, in a roundabout way, get this this way? So um, that's what we're doing. So I don't want anyone to take offense to it. Uh, well, I mean, but, no, the, it's a classic. You know, demons are a classic Christmas icon. If you go back and watch the Mexican movie santa claus oh yeah that's a classic that's clear one there you know pitch you know pitch and the demon trying to trying to you know oh, he's, the, he's the antagonist for the well, santa claus long time fans mythos. definitely know that's one of my favorites but um <laughs> everything in this podcast always comes back to the santa claus yeah it does always, it does it's true somehow. um but um yes and, and also i should i was going to say that we have not tried these sauces um they just came in i literally mailed them off to kelly got them to mark Today, yeah, we just yeah. So they, uh, we have not tried them. I don't know how they're going to taste. You're going to watch our reactions in real time for the first time. I'm taking a bite. I'm taking a bite of the first one here, right? Shouldn't we do one before? Well, do you want to do it before the synopsis? Yeah, let's do it before the synopsis. Okay, so the first movie is going to be Rosemary's Baby. We're taking a bite now out of your the mildest one, which is the classic hot sauce. Can't wait anymore. Hmm. Okay. Not bad. Oh, wait. Yeah, this is classic. Yeah, that's right. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. It's supposed to have mm-hmm. um, hints of garlic. Um, also, do you guys have any special, any special drinks that you're going to do with it? Because I know on the show they do milk or milkshakes. Yeah, I do. I actually went We went to Chick-fil-A tonight. I pre-gamed with a spicy chicken sandwich uh, just to, just to kind of get my taste buds ready. And then I and got I, a frosted. I had, I had Thai food. Um, nice. and, so, and so I got a Thai tea because that was, uh, I think it was Jack Black or one of the people they decided they because they say sweet or milk kind of helps. So they're like, oh, get a Thai tea. It combines both. We'll see. Well, I've got my, uh, I got my large ice water here with a backup bottle filler. Kelly, That's- you were telling me about yours. What do you have? I do. I don't have anything as exciting as all that. I actually was going to have milk, but then, because I thought we had some, and then I opened the fridge to get it out and we did not have any. (laughs) So I have two, two large travel (laughs) mugs of water. So that's, that's what I'm, I'm going to have to rock. Oh no. Okay. Well, it's going to be good. Um, I'm sorry. You didn't, you didn't need to taste your Christmas dinner. Did you? No, no. Yeah. That's another crazy thing we're doing right before we Christmas. Who knows what we'll be like tomorrow. Um, yeah. Okay, so that, and actually, like, that was a pretty good sauce, I'm not going to lie. It has a little bit of a kick to it, so for being the mildest one they have, that's got a pretty good kick. Um, (laughs) That makes me a little more nervous. Um, All right, so who's doing Rosemary's Baby as the synopsis? Anyone got it pulled up? Got it. Got it here. You got it, Cody? Either either one of you. Yeah, sure. I'll go for it. Um, A young couple trying for a baby move into a fancy apartment surrounded by peculiar neighbors. All right. So here is the trailer for Rosemary's Baby. Hey, let's make that.
Pictures presents Mia Farrow in a William Castle production, Rosemary's Baby. Co-starring John Cassavetes, Ruth Gordon, Sidney Blackmer, Morris Evans, and Ralph Bellamy. Written for the screen and directed by Roman Polanski. From the best-selling novel by Ira Levin. Suggested for mature audiences. There you have the trailer, the very, very retro trailer for Rosemary's Baby. I had never seen this movie before. I was glad to uh, to get a chance to watch it because it's so, such an iconic iconic thing but uh i'll save my comments for after y'all's oh okay well um uh, do you want to go first then kelly Uh, yeah sure i so for me this movie improves a lot upon rewatching. i i think i probably watched it for the first time maybe six or seven years ago um and I didn't, I, I don't know why. At the time, it didn't, I just didn't really see quite what the big deal was. It didn't strike me right. I mean, I guess that was kind of before you, <laughs> you pulled me into your horror trajectory <laughs> before yes. I got more of an appreciation of, of this kind of movie. So maybe that was all it was, but I don't know. I've seen it a couple of times since then. Um, and in that time, I've come to really, really like it. I, um, I've, I've read the book. The book is excellent. And this is uh, Roman Polanski's adaptation of it is is amazing. It's it's very faithful. Um, and Mia Farrow's transformation is incredibly shocking. I, I didn't, I don't think I, I don't, again, I don't think that really struck me the first time I watched it either, but rewatch it because I just kind of, I pictured her being kind of like um, Anne Hesch in the remake of Psycho. That's how I remembered her in this movie. And then when I rewatched it, I was like, wow, you know, in the beginning, she's all fresh and beautiful and um, just sunny disposition in the whole, and then she just like the transition is really is really stark and striking. Um, and it's one of the, the movie as a whole is one of the better examples of gaslight horror that I can think of. You know, she's Ooh, just that's a good genre. I like that. I've never it, I've heard of it, but I, I yeah, that's good. We need to do that. We do. We should do that. That would be awesome. Um, but but yeah, I I, I really I, I like it. It I think it deserves its iconic status. And um, I want to say that, you know, she mentions Roman Polanski directed it, wrote the screenplay, I believe. Um, we're not really commenting on him one way or the other. We, we do that a lot on these. We're just talking about the movie itself. Um, just want to clear that up. Uh, having said that, though, I really do like this movie, and I fully agree with you, Kelly. I think the first time you watch it, it's kind of just kooky and bizarre, and everything feels mm-hmm. out of place. Um, and it's a slow burn of a movie, so... Or like the first hour, it's just kind of bizarre. People not really acting normal, and um, yeah. and then that last bit is just fantastic. And um, so you know, when you watch it for the second or third time, you really notice small stuff that you didn't pick up on before. Um, and uh, I yeah, I love it. I, I think it's fantastic. I um, I believe the um, the lady is her name was it Minnie was the character. I believe she uh-huh. won a supporting actor actress Oscar for this. I think. Um, and she's really good because she she comes across sincere and annoying um, while the whole time having, you know, an ulterior motive. So it's it's fantastic in that sense. Um, yep. Yeah. So what did you think, Mark? Well, yeah, I was going to add her. I think her career kind of got a second life after this, too. She got a, l- a lot of long running parts on TV shows after this movie. And I do um, wonder if, uh, um, <clears throat> if like some of the 
like stereotypical mothers that you see on television shows, like even like on Everybody Loves Raymond, all those. It almost seems like they were molded after yeah. her in, in a weird way. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true, but it just seems like she's that iconic in this. So, yeah, yeah, Charles, I liked what you said. Well, and Kelly too, because I'm glad y'all are saying these things. Because when I, I, I've only watched it once, because this was the first time I've watched it. In the first twenty or thirty minutes, I was like, "What is the big deal? This is kind of a weird." And I think you nailed it on the head, Charles, with out of place. I was like, "They're not acting like normal people act," and the the chemistry between between the two main characters was a little off and weird and uh but then it really <clears throat> it did pick up and i i thought the end you know just the whole second and third act of the 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 movie were really striking and really engaging and uh carried me along and i think made up for the first the first third of it but mm-hmm. um i just kept thinking she looked like gwyneth paltrow though like, well, have you all caught that Mia Farrow uh, and Gwyneth Paltrow? A little bit. I, I actually, little bit, little bit. I, I see more, um, especially when she cuts her hair, I see more of the Anne Hesh thing that Kelly's talking about. I get yeah. that. Um, but yeah, maybe in the beginning with the longer hair, I could see that, Mark. Um, yeah. And, and I don't know, I guess we're not really getting spoilers, which is good. Um, but I, I do want to say that um, I love that the ending is, uh, to, you, you know, you, it, the last hours we're talking about, she's, She's kind of, you don't know if what she's seeing is real, if it's made up, if it's crazy, if she's being psychotic, if she, you know, and and really right up until the last scene, you don't know that. And then after that scene, which is an awesome sequence, uh, even then you don't know what's going to happen. Like they they leave it, you know, ambiguous enough that it's like, it's really cool. I'd actually forgotten that they left it that way um, Mm -hmm. until I watched it again. I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool. Like you... Um, you know, they, I mean, they definitely definitively tell you if she's crazy or imagining whatever they do that, but then they, they go on another thing and they just, you, you don't know how it's going to end up really. Yep. And I, love I know I, I just got goosebumps when you were just saying that because yeah. <clears throat> it, it is, it's a very cool way to end it. Do you yeah. think, okay, maybe this is just me being dumb. Do you think they should have shown a little of the baby or no? Um, you know, I actually, I like that they didn't, to be honest, because if it's a makeup effect and it looked weird, it could have, you know, ruined that, right? Because of the times and all that. So I love mm-hmm. that they didn't. And it's more, it's more shocking that they didn't when they're looking in and she freaks out and all that, right? So, um, yeah. I also, I don't even know that I like the, um, the cutaway, the little cutaway shot they do of the eyes. Uh, I don't even know I like that. I wish they would almost left that out. <laughs> But I guess they had to do it to just quickly show you the eyes that they're talking about. Yeah, I I, I think it, it. I definitely agree, Charles. I think it stands up to the test of time better without them showing it because you know they would have done. I mean, it made in the sixties, like they, the effect they would have. Uh, uh, yeah. Or an animatronic or something that would have just not. Yeah. Looked right. Yeah. I mean, even today, if they did it, it would have. It could have been a CGI baby, like the one in the. Was it Twilight or which? Which, Drakey Dawn. Uh, Drakey Dawn, yeah, yeah. Yes, that CGI baby at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> that was terrible. That's the best worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, so I, I'm still not over it. Yeah. I mean, I guess the creepiest in that sense, the um, the Passion of the Christ, when they show like the little baby that has like the demon face kind of thing or the human face. That's weird. That one was actually pretty good. Oh, I don't even remember that. I saw that movie when it came out, but I haven't seen it since. Yeah, they like it's effect. a weird like almost adult face they like superimpose on a baby and it's creepy 
And that, that one actually freaked me out. So they, I guess it's possible it can be done right. But uh, I don't know. Did you? Would you rather have seen it, Mark? Would that coming and like seeing it for the first time would it have answered more questions for you? No, I no, I just didn't know. I just could like maybe. I, like I said, I think I'm being dumb because I think they clearly did the right thing, and I just well, no, no, a, I, I don't necessarily think you're dumb because I'll be honest. Like the first time I watched it, which was about the same time as you, Kelly, because uh, I watched it for um, 31 Days of Horror, the first one. Yeah. Uh, and so I watched it, and I remember thinking I was underwhelmed by the ending. I, I just I was like, is that it? They're not going to do more. I wanted something else. And then I've watched it like I think one other time since then, and then now this is probably my third time, and. And uh, I just, I notice more and more things every time. Um, like, like I notice that they, when they do the Happy New Year, they they say the, the year is one or whatever. And it's yeah, like, I, and like, I didn't catch that the first time. Um, mm-hmm. Or I was, you know, and, and yeah. So I really, really like it. I, I like the sequence. I like how, like I said, it builds up. And I even like the part where she's in the um, the phone booth and the guy standing outside. And it's just, uh-huh. it adds to your paranoia. You don't know what's real. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very good. So I, I think it deserves its iconic status. And I, you know, I, I think if we were definitively putting, like, some of the best horror films of all time, I would say it probably has to be on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, so. Totally. I like the, I like the unsettling uh catholic nun like dream sequences as well we kind of get a view into her mind we can't tell if it's like her dreaming or her memories or part of the you know rituals or whatever that it's going on but i I like like how she's talking too like she kind of describes what she's seeing because she's kind of out of it i think that was pretty cool yeah the voices don't match up with the with the lip movements and yeah it's all it's surreal yeah but all right so you guys want to I did hear, I did oh. hear I was going to say one more thing I did hear that um that Mia Farrow there was all this expectation that she would be nominated for Emmys and and she never like she wasn't even nominated for this let alone she let alone win it. Do y'all think she deserved might have deserved it for, with her performance? I I do. I I mean I it's it's a it's a hard character to play. Uh and the way the way she does it like her transformation is great. I don't know if she actually lost weight for it or if like it's just makeup the way they contoured it uh, but she looked like she did so if she oh she has to have lost weight yeah it was fantastic yeah. if she did that that's really committed mm-hmm. she was she's it, not a big woman at all anyway she's already very thin so. all right and i think it i think she gave up a relationship for this movie too or it kind of like well I, f- I forget she sacrificed a lot to be in this movie and then and then to not even be nominated was kind of a snub yeah, but but she gets. I mean, it's a movie. It's on a lot of people's best horror movies, so yeah, I, I think true. it gets remembered. So she gets yeah. that status, that iconic, <laughs> you know, immortality in cinema. So, do you guys? Right. I know we're probably going to touch on this about The Exorcist, but do you? Because I was reading a little bit about how this movie was cursed, and you know, a lot of people who were attached to it had had kind of horrifying things happen to them you know professionally or personally or the, like the the um the composer who wrote the score what two years later he died in a really tragic way like some kind of hiking fell off a rocky ledge or something like that and well i say like, like uh there's a series on shutter that actually gets into this kelly i don't know if you've watched any of that but they 
No, I, I can't remember if they talked about Rosemary's Baby, but they've done The Exorcist and The Omen on that show, and both of those <laughs> movies um, were they they're like, all cursed. On, yeah, well, like on The Omen in particular, like they um, there was like a plane uh, plane crash, like uh, or something. I forget exactly what happened. It, um, that that Gregory Peck was supposed to be on. It was really mm-hmm. weird. There's all these different things that like happened around it. Really weird incidences. That's creepy. That stuff freaks me out, man. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Okay, but as a skeptic myself, <laughs> you have to keep in mind that it's good publicity. Well, true. Of course. Some of it's made up. I, I'll give you a creepy story uh, uh, that's, that really happened. Um, well, but there, okay, but before you do it, like I was, my second point was that there's also confirmation bias where if you're like doing a creepy movie and you're scared, what if we really are summoning the devil? Anything bad that happens is going to be attributed to that. But like, let's say you're working on, I don't know, Jerry Maguire. Uh, you're not going to notice that, you know, two years later, some, you know, somebody died related to it. Oh, remember, you know I mean, we talked about yeah. um, uh, what's that blood sucking freaks movie where I, there's a curse <laughs> on that, too. Like, apparently. Yeah. No, but I was going to say, like, this happened. So, like, uh, in preparation for this to do my makeup, I had a bag with it all in and I could not find that bag. And we looked and looked and looked. And so I was going to just, I had some old makeup that I was going to pull out and try to make it work. So you come in, I set the old makeup down and right next to it, um, on the pillow was just on my pillow was just the bag, the new bag. Like, and I went in and asked my wife, I'm like, did you, did you find that and move it there? No. Talk to our kids. Like no one moved it. it no one knows how it got there. It wasn't there. Like, uh, like for the hour that we searched for it. And that's weird. And like literally, I like I brought out the makeup on my bed so I could see it more. And I'm just looking at the old box, and I just look over, and it's the bag of the new bag of makeup on my pillow. It, it's weird. That is creepy. So, and I kid you not. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, okay, I got to admit, Charles. I'm still not convinced that my it was me. Move it. it was me. I yeah, moved it. I stuck it in your been. house. It, it's really weird. I, I, I only, <laughs> the only thing I can think about is if I, I don't know, but it was just by itself on my pillow. So you need to take take off that makeup really well tonight. I know, I know, right? <laughs> well, it's not going to come off. Yeah, it's yes. part of you now. I'm Bazuzu. Um, all right. So, do you guys ready to go on to the next one? I'm ready to go on to my sure. second wing. All right. I oh, just got yeah. some. Uh, I just too, got some nugget honey uh, worked yes, into the which is uh, that's this one, and it's the second. This is a the first one was a two out of ten. This is a four out of ten. Um, I don't know how it's going to be. I'm not really. Not really into sweets like that much, so I'm just gonna be curious what this is. But me neither. And it was very thick. It, it literally like it was the viscosity of honey. Of when honey, I was yeah, pouring I think it's it just on honey there, with of... the. It's pretty good. You like it? Here we go. There's no better audio on the audio <laughs> show than people chewing yeah. on nuggets. <laughs> It's not it's bad. Not too spicy. It's yeah, I'm not. Add it's, a it, more. it has a little bit of a kick to it at the end. I'm gonna go against the my better judgment and add some more before we. So this is a. Uh, it's honey infused with peppers. Pepper X is what it says. Pepper X. Pepper X. That is good. I like it more than I thought that I was going to. Yeah. It's funny because I think the first one was more spicy. And this is. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, uh, up a couple notches. The first one had that garlic kick to it too. So, that's interesting. 
Yeah, and it's not overpoweringly sweet. Like you can taste the sweetness, but you, yeah, but, yeah. But the pepper I was, balances well, I was worried when I was mixing it up, you know, because I I coated my wings in this stuff or my cauliflower wings, and I mm-hmm. um, I was worried it was going to be like it came out really thick, you mm-hmm. know, and I I just I was like oh is this going to be weird, but no, it's good. It's good. I like the first one more though, but it's good. Yeah, same. By the way, do you guys like spicy stuff? I don't know if I've asked. I I don't know if I really yeah, asked you I that do. before. We all agree yeah. to this. Okay, so do I. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> we're just diving headfirst into this. Mm-hmm. All right, who's doing the uh, Exorcist uh, synopsis? I've got one pulled up. Okay. So my mouth is starting to burn. Is that true? <laughs> no. Oh, right. okay. So We've got a ways to go, friends. Drum it up for the drummer here. Okay. When a 12-year-old girl is possessed by a mysterious entity, her mother seeks the help of two priests to save her. All right. And here's the trailer for The Exorcist. Something beyond comprehension is happening to a little girl on this street, in this house. A man has been sent for, as a last resort, to try and save her. And that was the epileptic-inducing uh, trailer from The Exorcist. Yeah, I forgot to warn you guys again. Like I said, I would, but yeah, that was really bad. I'm not. That was yeah. It's, I'm not normally bothered I, by the. I think that's why lights, I was banned. But, was but it's really it's a good trailer. It's creepy. I mean, it really sets the tone well for that movie. Um, I was kind of hoping they would play a little bit of the music because um, that music is great. The music uh, almost makes the movie to me in this y- case. Yeah, in a lot of ways, that's true. Um, kind of like the Halloween movies. Just like it's so great with it, you can't you can't separate the two really. Um, yeah. Well, I get I get the two confused as well. The two songs. I, really? Anytime I think of the Exorcist song, I think of the tita 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 tita. Are they in the same time measure? Because I know it's five four for Halloween. Um, Can you picture this? I one? don't know. They do sound similar. Sure. I agree. So who wants to start this? Was it any of your first time watching this? <laughs> yeah, I'll start. I I don't think I had ever seen it before. And I got to say, I was under the impression that this movie was kind of like more of a corny 
uh, or or shameless scary movie uh, and watching it like oh man that's not at all the case this is an amazing amazing horror movie with and I didn't I had completely missed the fact that it's uh, Max von Sydow is in it and uh, yes. Ellen Bernstein whom I love with in um, I was introduced to her with Rhapsody no Requiem for a Dream oh yeah uh, yeah she's good in that <laughs> she's so good in that but. Uh, and so when I watched this, I was really actually blown away by how good of a movie it was, how well directed it was, especially for its time and the setting, the mood and tone of well, it's this, William this Friedkin. He's a great director anyway. He's fantastic. Um, also, touching on that real quick, uh, I'm not trying to cut you out, Mark. We'll go right back to no, what no, you're saying. Fine. But I was going to say, I meant to say about Rosemary's Baby that in a lot of times when I'm watching that movie, like a lot of throughout the movie, it felt very modern to me. I don't know if you guys felt that way, like the way it was shot, the way it looked, even the acting felt very modern for a 60s, a late 60s movie. Yep. Um, and The Exorcist is the same way. There is some things that are very 70-ish, like especially like some of those long zoom shots they do in the beginning, mm-hmm. but it feels very much like a modern movie um, in the way it's shot, the way it's edited. Uh, and, and and Max von Sydow, he... Uh, they, he wasn't that old. I think he was in his 40s when he made the movie. And they did this de-aging oh, really? makeup. De-aging, or not de-aging makeup, but they did uh, they did aging makeup on him. And wow. Yeah, and it's... Uh, oh, God, I can't think of the, the, the guy. It's a famous uh, makeup guy that did it. Um, but anyway, it made him look older. And so a lot of people, um, they didn't... They actually assumed he... Or just assumed he was an older man. So, like, he had a lot of hard times getting, like, younger roles... And what's funny is if you watched him in recent stuff, like he was in the um, the Force Awakens, watch him in re- recent stuff. He looks like he did in this movie. That makeup was fantastic. Um, oh, no. and, then, and if you watch The Exorcist Two, which I've only seen bits and pieces of, they do some flashbacks, and it's him younger, and it's, it's really cool. The movie's not, but um, <laughs> anyway, I just to go. I'm sorry, Mark. Go back to what your review because if it, especially if it's your first time. Well, yeah, and I was pretty much done. I mean that i mean i'm just i I loved all of it and i was surprised because i wasn't really looking forward to watching it because i thought i had seen it before and i didn't remember any of the the intro with with his character uh and just seeing that and seeing the just the character work they did with all of the main characters was so good um you know the guilt of the i forget the character's name his uh his mother and she died and he was you know he wasn't there for her and so you know that guilt is brought in um, but I was gonna, I was gonna mention too. That it's interesting you say that because they could do the flashbacks with him being literally younger. Uh, it always, it always shocks me how young um, Ian McDermott was in Star Wars when he was the Emperor. Is it Ian Mc? Yeah, yeah. Am I getting yeah. the name right? And the, and so he was able to do all the prequels, think, which right? was kind of cool because he wasn't really he wasn't really old as the Emperor. They put makeup on him as well, but right, yeah. And that, so he came back in yeah, uh, Phantom Menace. Um, um, but this man, this movie was was I wouldn't say it's the scariest movie of all time. Um, probably at the time it was, for sure. I would I would say the the crawling down the stairs scene and just the. So did the you watch the director's cut or the, or the the regular version? I watched the director's cut. Okay, because that sequence that they call it the spider walk sequence, it's not in the yeah. original version um, because they they shot it, but they couldn't get the. Uh, they had like a harness on the ceiling, and it was like the inverse of the stairs so it would actually come down with her and they couldn't get it to look right um and so they you know when they did the director's cut they were able to erase all the harness stuff and use the footage and 
and it looks cool. cool. And it's actually one of the most iconic images. It's it's great. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. uh, but overall, I still prefer the original version more. Um, it has a different, slightly different ending and different bits of here and there. So. Oh, what's the different ending? Now I'm interested. Uh, I get up confused too. Um, so the, the 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 thing gets handed to the mom, and 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 it's like here you keep it, and all. That. I don't. What happens in the director's cut? Does he? Does the? That's um, the one. Yeah, he gives it to priest, her. Does she give it back to him? Uh, in one version, she gives it back. Yes. In the other version, she keeps it. And then and 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 small things like that. Yeah. And they do. Uh, I think in the director's cut they do. Excuse me, hiccuping. They do a little bit of dialogue where it's like, it's wasn't it out of like Casablanca or something in the director's guy. They they like reference that. Um, but even even the um, that police officer is great in this movie. I like him a lot in it too. And I'm blinking on the actor's name. So okay, with that storyline though, I was confused as to did they ever show the girl push the guy out of the window, push Burke Jennings out of the window, or do we just infer that? We we infer it. I don't think they ever show it. Okay, yeah. that confused me because I, they, I thought they, he. But now they show her laughing about it, like after it happens. I think so. Yeah, but I mean, do do we see him fall and die? I think we just hear the window shattering and then his body's down on the ground. Yeah, they show his body, but I don't think right. they actually show him falling. Because then okay. they com- they comment about you know a little girl doing it. No one can believe it. Yeah, I must have just missed that or looked away for a second or something. I don't think they but, show it like in detail or anything. Yeah. And then he, so the the cop, it confused me that the cop just was like, oh, okay, she's, you know, it was a demonic possession. Because he didn't really ever, he didn't really ever, like, get any proof that, you know what I mean? Like, he, I don't understand how he inferred that she was possessed and that this was all over, right? There's still, like, murders that happened that he hasn't solved yet. Nobody's been punished for them at the end. Well, I, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's true. I, I guess that's true to that. Um, he kind of like he shows up right at the end of the the exorcism, and then he like looks in, he like looks in at the mom with this knowing look, or you know, I don't know, this close up on his face, which was a cool scene. And then at the end, he's like, "Okay, well, I guess everything's solved now." Like, no, it's no, you didn't solve anything for us. It is because we know what happened, but for you, you <laughs> there are all these people dead now. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I'm thinking about that. That's funny. Um, but I, I was gonna say to your point earlier, like I I do think it's one of the scariest movies of all time, um, and I'm not I'm not it, it, you know it's kind of one of those things like I'm not a, a religious person, and uh, and yet this movie scares me, and and I used to think well, why why does it scare me if I don't you know believe in a lot of this stuff happening, and, and it's kind of the same way um, I don't believe in vampires or werewolves or zombies, and yet those movies can scare the heck out of me. It's the suspense and it's the yeah. It's the uh, the story within the movie. If you can believe that universe is happening, and that's what I like about this movie because it feels very real, and the reactions are real. Even like the yeah. the doctors and the medical community trying all their different ways um, to try and figure it out, and they can't. Uh, and that's that's more in detail in the director's cut as well. Um, when he's just talking, to, and the doctor's talking about all the different horrible things that she said. <laughs> that's that's not in the original version. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, and I just I love all that. And this movie to me is not um, a slow burn. It's it's not like Rosemary's Baby where it's confusing. This movie starts out creepy and just gets weirder and weirder and weirder, um, but creepy all along. And I love um, you talked about character moments. I love the bit where it's it's the 
the two priests are, are outside. They're on the stairs. They're talking right before they go in. It's like the buildup because you don't want them to go in that room. And and that just, I love that. I love the, the buildup to it. Even though, I like I said, I don't consider it a slow burn, but they still built up to the climax. And, and I really like that. Yeah. So. I, I, to me, and I, I cannot believe I'm saying this. I don't, I would never expect to be. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't scary did, for you? <laughs> well, it, it it is. It's, um... Like it has its creepy moments and and it's very suspenseful, but it, but this is the kind of scary movie that I like and that I can handle because it's more suspenseful than like nightmarishly scary to to me. Um, so I I thought because because again I watched this one early on before I had very much tolerance at all for scary movies, and so I was like, well, I'm never going to be the same again. I'm never going to sleep <laughs> again. Um, but actually. I didn't really think it was that scary. I don't know what it is, but it's but it's excellent. I mean, it's just it's like a stone cold classic. It it like Rosemary's Baby. It holds up. It deserves all the accolades that it has gotten. But yeah, I, I I'm, so, I'm not complaining by any means. I'm very glad that it didn't mess me up for the rest of my life. But I yeah. feel like there's a phenomenon in which the more popular a scary movie becomes, the less scary it kind of is because it's kind of like you turning the lights on, right? Like, oh, everybody is scared by this movie, so I don't have to be as scared. Or like, you know, everybody has seen this before. And so well, it's, well, it's, it can't, the, it's, you know. it's building it up too much, right? Like, I, I yeah, can see that. Like, right. It's, it's, but yeah. Um, and I'll yeah. also say, too, my, my introduction to this movie, I think, was the SNL skit that made fun of it. Um, they, there was a pretty funny one. Your mother, your mother sews socks in hell or something, you know, like making fun of it. And they're like the throw up, I think is, you know, that I think in the scene, they like just threw up all well, over they, her. And they do and it just keeps going and scary going. movie to open it up with this where James Wood, or maybe it was that. I don't James know. Play the so priest I, and, and, and yeah, ha, maybe having seen that for her <laughs> like, and go back to like, watch it. He's like, suck on this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. But, uh, and there's a pretty good uh, Leslie Nielsen movie called Repossessed. Um, oh, I think that's they, what I saw. They actually got, uh, uh, oh, God, I'm Linda Blair to come back and play the role as an adult. Um, oh, wow. And it's a spoof movie. It's like a Leslie Nielsen really, really silly I movie. I think that's what I saw. That's what I'm thinking of, Charles. And it's pretty funny because it's like, yeah, these, these, yeah. So if you guys haven't seen that, it's pretty funny. It's goofy. It's not, you know, it's not on the same league as like Airplane or any of those. But it's it's worth your time, if, especially if you like The Exorcist. Well, I was going to say the late the woman who did the voice for the demon. Yes. Apparently she she went through all of this like she would smoke a pack of cigarettes a day or some or something and drink a bunch. She like basically tortured herself to get this voice right. Wow. And it so unsettled the directors that or the director that they didn't invite her back for the, the sequel. They were like, I'm not. It's like it's too weird. <laughs> I'm trying to look up what. Good. And Linda Blair like was fantastic in this too. I mean, I she's playing you know the kind of precocious girl at the beginning, and then but to do that transformation, I mean, I know there's makeup on her face, but the physical too, you know, her her body and all that, and they they put her through a lot too with the rigs they had on her, where they're yanking her and doing all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I think she's fantastic in it. I think the 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 you know the two extremes she's playing in this movie are fantastic. And uh, the mom is great too. And they, that see where she gets pulled back, you know, and all that, they really had like a cord and they really yanked yeah. her where it hurt her back for like, I mean, I, I think she still has back pain. 
Oh, jeez. So that's Double a take they used. Yeah, that's a take they used, yeah. though. So um, it says here, actress Mercedes McCambridge, who provided the voice of the demon, insisted on swallowing raw eggs and chain smoking to alter her vocalizations. <sighs> the actress who had had problems with alcohol abuse in the past, furthermore, wanted to drink whiskey as she knew alcohol would distort her voice even more and create the crazed state of mind of the character. As she was giving up sobriety, she insisted that her priest be present to counsel her during the recording process. Then uh, it says that at William Franklin's direction, McCambridge was also bound to a chair with pieces of a torn sheet at her neck, arms, wrists, legs, and feet to get a more realistic sound of the demon struggling against the restraints. Ooh. She l- later recalled the experience as one of horrific rage, while Friedkin admitted that her performance, as well as the extremes with which the actress put herself through to gain authenticity, terrifies the director to this day. It was probably the reason he declined to call her back uh, for the TV version. Man. So anyway, I oh, I it. forgot about that. The TV series. That, that's pretty recent. I never watched it, though. I don't even know what no, it's about. If, it's, if it takes on any of the same characters or if it's like a continuation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Did you guys hear that they are rebooting it? In 2021, the movie? Of course they I, are. I didn't hear about it, but when I was searching on IMDb today, I saw that one keep popping up, and I was like, no, no. Yeah. They're doing it. I don't think they have any directors or anybody, any names attached yet, as far as I could see, but supposedly it's happening. This is like, to me, this is like The Godfather, like rebooting it is just, it would be weird, or Casablanca, or any of these other movies. They don't need to be yeah. remade. I, I mean, no, I totally agree. I'm still waiting for the Harry Potter reboot. Yeah. Oh, God. No, I, 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 you I know just, it's gonna happen. Eventually. I just really do. I, I, I think this movie and Rosemary's Baby just stand the test of time, and I just think they hold up. And that I, I know there's some people that don't want to watch older movies. Uh, in fact, I, I think we Kelly, you and I used to work with a, a woman that would not watch anything mm-hmm. made um, before like 1995. Um, mm-hmm. That was like her hard rule, and I, I, that to me, it's like I just don't understand. I, I get it that. The times change and it's shot differently and all that. But these, I think, especially starting with the '60s and onward, there was a difference in acting. There was there was new techniques being made, and they're much more modern than I think people realize. If you haven't watched them, um, yeah. And I've because of you, Kelly, I've I've grown to appreciate a lot of the movies from the '30s and '40s um, that I you know because I didn't. That's that's a time period I was personally. I wasn't against it per se, but I definitely didn't <laughs> seek them out. And, right. you know, because of you, I actually go back and watch them and I've really appreciated them more. So that's awesome. Um, I love yeah. that. I, the 50s are still kind of a rough decade for me. A lot of the 50s yeah. ones with their sci fi and yeah. that's uh, not some of the, my favorite movies by any means. <laughs> yeah, so much there, I'm in. Uh, that, by the way, there's. Uh, <laughs> New, I haven't watched it yet, but there's a movie called Mank, and it's about the uh, screenwriter for uh, Citizen Kane, and it's it's a David Fincher film, and it just came out on Netflix. And um, Gary Oldman plays uh, Mankiewicz, mm-hmm. and okay. uh, yeah, and apparently it's getting some like big Oscar buzz, and and it's shot to look like Citizen Kane, so it's black and white, and the style of it's very. They even made the Netflix logo look like the old RKO logo. So again, I haven't watched it yet, but apparently That's it's cool. awesome. I'll have to. I'll have to look that up. I hadn't heard about that. Yeah, but you have yeah. you have piqued my interest. So, um, all right. So are we moving on to the Omen. No, sure. we are moving on to Los Calientes Rojo oh, first, yeah. Charles. Yes. We got the five out of ten here. Yes. Okay. This is bum, the medium bum, sauce. Bum. 
You guys like those little? You guys one. like those uh, containers I got? Those are pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were cool. They, I'm sure that made it easier to travel because it's like those little travel shampoos that are kind of squishy. Yeah, and I and I but I also tried to wrap them up and like I didn't want them, you know, getting all leaky on Ooh, you guys. Okay, there's some some spice to this now. <coughs> oh man, yeah, I just got a kick. That's good. I'm a little nervous just because we go from 5 out of 10 to 11 out of 10. Yeah, I know. I saw that. I was Damn, like, Damn, hmm. that was a kick. That's good, though. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Muy caliente. Ooh. I mean, I did and it Rojo. because it's, it's kind of right in the middle on their scale. Well, I guess since they went to 11 out of 10, it's not. But <laughs> but they, but it is. I, I you know They said the mildest one was that 2 out of 10. They don't have a 1 out of 10 as far as I know. Um, that's good, though. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. We keep the one out of tens in the toddler section. <laughs> well, I, I guess so. Oh, yeah. Would sriracha be a one out of ten? I don't know. Or Tabasco? Yeah, no, probably because sriracha. Sriracha is a little really more spicy than that. Just wondering what they would consider a one. Milk. Milk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, if, I would have said the honey would have probably been a one, actually, because it wasn't nearly yeah. as spicy as the... This is good, though. This sauce. It's pretty good. Because I, I feel it. Like I, you know, I hate it when they, um, they like, hot stuff overwhelms the senses so you can't taste it. And a lot of times, like, if you get wings, like, they're hot as sauce, you can't taste it. Mm-hmm. This one's good because the it's, you're not overwhelmed with heat. It's like a, it's a slow-burning heat in my mouth right now. It does make me apprehensive about the last one, though. Oh, I, I told I told Mark earlier today. I am terrified. Uh, like honestly, like I'm, the more closer we get to this, the more I'm dreading it. Um, I know, and the, because I watched that show, the celebrities always they're sweating and they they start choking and they start hiccuping. And oh, great! There's another one called uh, Da Bomb, and it's like it, they sold that one too, but it was like a it, it's like nine out of ten or ten. It wasn't as hot as this one, so we'll see. But on the show, the the bomb always gets a celebrity, and they, so, we'll see. Man, I feel like the I, I feel like that. Yeah, Whew. that's good. I would definitely put this at higher than a five on my personal scale. Yeah, I, I mean, I would too. This is it's pretty hot. Hmm. But good. It's really good. Like I I would I would eat more of this for sure. What's in this one? I got to warn you all. Uh, my sinuses have been acting up, so this is probably going to open them way up here. Me too. Oh, yep. This one says, sure. this, this is the middle of the lineup is where hot hot sauce magic happens. The perfect sweet spot between maximum flavor and pleasuring heat, or pleasing heat. Um, slightly spicier than its green cousin. Balancing flavors of smoked red jalapenos and sweet apricot. So, pretty good. Pretty good. Yep. My face is heating up. Yeah, you feel it in your mouth. Like it gets like hotter and hotter, doesn't it? Yep, I know my face too. Like I, I'm definitely feeling warm. Keeps All going. Right. So I'm it's gonna give, read the. I'll read the keeps synopsis. on giving you. That's right. Well, I'll just wait till we get to Apollo. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna read the uh, the synopsis for the the Omen um, from 1976. Okay. Uh, mysterious deaths. I can't even talk. Mysterious deaths surround an American ambassador. Could the child that he is raising actually be the Antichrist? The devil. Yes, it's good. Son. All right. So um, here's the trailer for The Omen. For generations, the Thorns have been a family of tremendous wealth, position, and power. 
the perfect marriage of Ambassador Robert Thorne and his wife Catherine was fulfilled by the birth of their son, Damien. And then, when the child was five years old, something terrible happened. And then, it happened again. Was it an accident? Was it murder? Was it a coincidence? Or was it an omen? Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. 20th Century Fox presents a film of psychological suspense about an occurrence of earth-shaking importance. Gregory Peck, Lee Remick, The Omen. I was at the hospital, Mr. Thorne, the night your son was born. I saw its mother. I saw its mother. I have fears. I have some fears. What kind of fears? Its mother, Mr. Thorne. You saw my wife. Its mother. What is it you're trying to say? His mother was a... This is not a human child. Make no mistake. There are those who will die for him. There are those who will kill for him. Who is he? What does he want? Where did he come from? And can he be stopped? Gregory Peck, Lee Remick, The Omen. This is the truth. Where does it end? Damien, no! That was the trailer for The Omen. Um, also, this this again hit me that I had forgotten that there's like big name actors in these because I really like... Um, I just lost his name. Who's the... Gregory Peck. Gregory Peck. Yeah, Gregory Peck, who played Atticus Finch in the To Kill a Mockingbird adaptation and, of course, is a famous actor. So as soon as I... The, the, credits were playing i was like oh gregory peck i forgot um yeah i like i like this movie not quite as creepy as as the exorcist but it was better than i remembered it i had seen this one before i know um really creepy just something about children evil children i don't know what it is psychologically why are we afraid of dolls that you know that are creepy or children that are creepy but they're just worse it is worse. Just the idea that something that's supposed to be innocent could be yeah. so malevolent. <laughs> it's, I, I have, this was this was my first time watching this one. Uh, I had never seen it. I, and I still haven't seen any of the sequels, any of the remakes, any of that. Um, so I wasn't really, I didn't know what to expect going in, but I, I loved it. Um, uh, Billy Whitelaw is creepy as hell. <laughs> she, she was so... Yeah. I, I mean, I, she, I, I, I have no words. She really creeped the crap out of me. Um, there were a lot of scenes in this movie that were really disturbing, like the the, mm-hmm. scene, the death of the nanny in the very beginning. That just set oh, the tone yeah. for the entire thing. Yes, that was that was scary. I mean, that is going to stay with me. Um, same thing with. I mean, I don't know if this is. I guess I'll do a little spoiler alert, but um, Mrs. Thorne. Yeah, you know the, the death of Mrs. Thorne as well. I mean, honestly, all the deaths were kind of disturbing, but 
yeah, I, I, I just don't know. Like, I don't know. I, this, this, I, I was expecting this, this one for me, I was expecting Mark, what you said about the exorcist. This is how, this was, that was how I felt going into this one. I was expecting it to be a little cheesy for some reason. And I don't think it was at all, but the performances were fantastic. It was the, the tension was built really nicely. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a great score behind it too. Like all of these do. And yeah, I, I'll definitely, I, I, are the sequels worth watching or are they horrible? Uh, I don't remember. Um, it's it, I think is it Sam Neill? Does he play Damien in one of them? Um, mm-hmm. I, I think there's one of them. Um, and then they made a remake um, in 2006. Um, Lieb Schreiber's in that one. Yeah. Uh, and I, I I heard nothing but bad things, so I didn't even watch that one. But um, the Julia I, Stiles, was she yeah. the one that was in the remake of the of the Scream? Or not the, Scream. The, the remake Scream? No, not Scream. Sorry. The... Um, God, I can't. Alfred Hitchcock, Psycho. Oh, Psycho. No, no. With that's Julia Anne, Stiles Anne, Anne Hesh. Oh, Anne Hesh. Okay, sorry. Uh, Hesh, how do you say her name? Kiosh. I I really do like this movie a lot too. I like it the the mystery aspects of it, um, the kind of building up uh, to it, and I, I that you know the whole thing with the photographs and the the different things on them. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know if this was... is one of the first movies to do that. I've seen it in a lot of scary movies since, so it's really it cool. has to be. And I, and you know, and I like the, um, I like that even when you see it in the photo, you still, still don't really know if it's going to happen and you don't know how it's going to happen. I like that, you know, that those, those deaths come out of nowhere for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, to me, this is probably my least favorite out of all four of these. Oh, really? Uh, really? I, 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 yeah. I mean, I think the exorcist is probably my favorite. Um, and that's not a knock on any of them because I like all four of these movies. It's just probably my least out of all of them. To me, this feels the most dated. Um, uh, than it feels more dated than Rosemary's Baby or The Exorcist. Um, it's not quite as timeless, uh, but I, I still really, really, really enjoy it. And I, I really like Gregory Peck in the role. Um, uh, and I like, I, I I love it when they go to the graveyard and they again the mystery aspect of it. And they're, they're you know they're. They're looking in the, the where the people are buried and all that. Just the stuff they show is shocking and bleak, and uh, it, it, that's great. Like it, it really does. I, I, I just I really like all those aspects of it. And so, like I said, don't get me wrong. It's still a great movie and um, all that. I I just think it's it's more dated and not as good as the others. No, I I, I comparatively I, I agree. Yeah, but, but I do really like it as well. I do too. It's it's a horror mystery, and it's it's mm-hmm. um, and and it's fantastic all the way through. It's got a really good pace. I mean, it starts out the way it does, and 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 what would you do as a parent in that se- in that scene, you know? And uh, and I I even like the way the uh, when he meets the the priest in the park, and the priest tells him the stuff, and it's just everything feels realistic, and and I do like that. It doesn't feel. Again, that's this world-building thing that I like, right? Where I can buy into the logic of the movie because it feels real, and these feel like real people acting in a realistic way throughout. Yeah. Um, um, Greg, Gregory Peck shows that very. Uh, I, he demonstrates that's that the most to me because he's constantly not knowing what's what's what the truth is, and he doesn't want to do certain things. And he's like, "Yeah, I got to do this," and and the bleak ending is fantastic. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I watched it a few times, and I the first time I watched it, I did not see that coming. I, I thought there was going to be some other thing. Now, the one thing I don't like, um, and this might be a slight spoiler, and I don't really mean it, but I hate the last shot of the movie where the kid looks back at the camera and smiles. I, I, I That just is cheeseball to me. Like, I wish they would have just not done that. Um, really? Yeah, oh. I don't know why. I just... Breaking the fourth wall and all that. It just, worked for me. It, I just didn't like it. They show it like twice in that trailer. They reuse the clip twice. Yeah. <laughs> so they must really no, have liked it. No, really, he is creepy. Look. Yeah, yeah. I just that 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 to me, I just didn't like. But I, other than that, like I, I like the animal sequence. I thought that was done really well. I don't even know how they did it with all the animals. Oh yeah, with great. the giraffes just and all of that and the, 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 the monkey. Yeah, baboons. the baboons. Like I don't know. All that just really surprised me how well it's done. So. Yeah. And she, um, Lee Remick seems genuinely terrified. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Again, all, all pu- the reactions are realistic, and that's what I like about it. I'll, I would push back on the realism in the terms of the priest trying to warn, trying to warn the the Gregory Peck's character because I couldn't tell what his plan was. He kind of comes in hot and heavy. Real, he's like, "Your son's the devil. You gotta like." Yeah. <laughs> And was that the same priest at the beginning of the movie that that switched no, the babies out? No, no. The, okay, I didn't think the so. The one that was at the beginning of the movie was the one that um, he had the accident or, or because he was burned partially in the fire, and they go to see him later on, and he has eco oh, okay, right yeah, with his yeah. hand. That's the yeah. one that would have known. Um, okay, uh, but I, do, I, that, I guess I get that he he does, but it but he also and, and in, then, in that scene he, he probably would be like that if he really thought it was going to happen and all that, you know. You'd also have to know that you're—they're going to think you're crazy at first. It's just yeah. that he it happened like twice. He came to the—he came to his workplace, I guess. Yeah. And he came in hot and everything. He was like, "No, you really got to meet me in—you know—meet me tomorrow morning and whatever at the bench park." And that he just like is is like a raving lunatic when he—I don't know—and then gets struck by. Oh no! And then he gets impaled. But yeah, spoiler. But but uh, yeah, but I, again, even his character, I, I appreciated the, uh, that a little bit because it's yeah. if you if you were a priest and you believed in that and you thought that was really going to happen, and you also, it seemed like he knew his death was imminent too. Uh, so I don't yeah. know that just all that was pretty interesting, which it's not much of a spoiler mark because they show part of that in the trailer, oh, okay. which I was I kind of get bummed when they show that stuff in trailers, but. But overall, I, I found that I found it convincing. Yeah. And I really liked his uh, there's this this and the movie Hereditary. The age difference bothers me between the husband and wife, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought about that, too. But I, I it made me wonder, though. I mean, you think about like an ambassador, um, an important person like that. I mean, it, it doesn't strike me as too odd that they might have even been divorced. You know, he might have been divorced yeah. earlier, might have whole thing or, you know, whatever. It's That's true. It does, but it, I mean, in Hereditary, I don't know. But again, there's all kinds of different things. I mean, well, in Hereditary, it's in Hereditary. It was like they're like 22 years apart. Are they really? But I it guess. doesn't seem like it. Yeah, it yeah. didn't bother me as much in Hereditary because until I read it in the trivia, I was like, oh yeah, I guess he does look a lot older. Yeah, but in this really, movie, they, it, it, they and really I agree. Older. I agree with you, Mark. I did. It did bother me a little bit, but I just I I I you know I kind of think of a. A man in power that might have had another family. You don't really know his backstory, because um, if he's having a, a you know a son that young, it's only gonna be five, and he's already yeah. like a you know a big politician, the Thorn family, and all that. So I assume that there was some life before that. 
Right. And I'm going to keep talking and talking because I know if we stop, we're going to have to eat that last one. And <laughs> yeah. oh, no, I'm going to let's get it prepped up here. I'm are ready. we doing it? Yeah. Um, oh, are you going to put? Are you guys going to do a little dab on it? Um, well, I got. I, well, hold on. Yeah, I got my. I got to put the sauce on. Do we have, have any? Making uh, these live. Do we have any uh, else we want to say about this movie, The Omen? While we can still talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, I, yeah, like I said, I, I, I would, I, I recommend it. I was, just, I was very pleasantly surprised. I'll, I'm definitely watch it again. I, I feel like this should go on the top list of horror movies as well. Yeah. All of these should. I agree with you. I, I, yeah, these are all fantastic movies. That's the thing. I mean, it, it's hard. See, I, we might, we might get into some discussion on hereditary. I wasn't oh. very. Oh, really? Interesting. Oh, okay. Take it back yeah. already, Mark. All right, okay. All right. Fine. So are we ready to switch? Are we ready to do Hold this? Hold on. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I got to. Ah. Oh, man. Are we, we going to do it? Because I got to. <clears throat> All I'm right. Switching. Y'all ready? Uh, hold on. Let me put a little more. So this is the uh, last dab, Apollo. This is an 11 out of 10 on their scale. And I don't know if you guys smelled it. It's got kind of a weird taste. I'm going to put a little bit of little dab on mine. Just a little bit. It smells spicy. Yeah, it does. If that's a thing. It smells... It's a weird Bitter spice to it. Yeah. So you put it, yeah, it doesn't hit you immediately. Are you already biting it? <clears throat> yeah, I already did okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Ellie, are you in yours? I'm going in. Yep. There it goes. Okay. All right. I'm about to go in on mine, too. We should stagger the bite so somebody can talk while the others are... We did. I just spit into mine. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh. Woo! Yep. I yep. like I breathe fire. Yep. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ooh. Wow. Oh, wow. All right, Tai T. Eyes are watering. <laughs> Tongue is burning. Tongue Do we know what pepper oh. they use for this? Apollo. <laughs> the devil's oh, pepper. Mmm. Yeah. Mmm. It's not helping. Oh, God. Oh! <laughs> so hereditary. <laughs> My whole mouth is on fire. Oh, I'm dying. I, I am dying. <laughs> I'm in pain. <laughs> oh, my eyes are watering, too. Oh, the water helps for a second. No, it doesn't. Oh, laughing hurts. <laughs> All the air rustling through my mouth. Ow. Ah. Oh, God. Yeah. Ah. That's, that's hot. So what do you think about hereditary? <laughs> oh, it's got the synopsis. I'm, I'm tearing up. I'm okay. ruin my makeup. <laughs> okay, I got it. Uh-oh. A grieving family is haunted by... <laughs> I don't got it. Oh, like tragic God. and disturbing occurrences. Is that it? Mm-hmm. No. Yep. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Okay. Here's the trailer. Thank God. Here's the trailer. <laughs> Come on, Peter. It's just soon. Oh. <laughs> 
It's heartening to see so many strange new faces here today. I know my mom would be very touched and probably a little suspicious. My mother was a very secretive and private woman. It's grandma. You know you were her favorite, right? Even when you were a little baby, she wouldn't let me feed you because she needed to feed you. She was a very difficult woman, which maybe explains me. I recognize you from your mother. What? Sometimes I swear I can feel them in the room. She isn't gone. She had private rituals, private friends. Who's gonna take care of me? You don't think I'm gonna take care of you? But when you die. And she wasn't altogether there. At the end. any more stress on my family. All right, if I can. Under, does vomiting help? Anyway, okay. Maybe. <laughs> that was the trailer for Hereditary. And uh, our mouths are on fire. Uh, like, I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm like melting. My whole face is melting. It's like having fire ants <laughs> just slowly wriggle across the roof of your mouth mm. and i'm almost out of i'm almost out of frosted lemonade and i feel like i'm going to get like simultaneously brain freeze and it's, it's not just the roof it's the, the tongue the middle and the bottom it's everything and the lips ah <sighs> i know God. i took two tiny tiny bites and i feel like i'm gonna explode yeah. wow oh. Wow. Man. Okay. What, what is this made of? Oh, it's Apollo. Apollo peppers. Can you imagine just, getting any of the? Can you imagine getting this like on your nose or eyes on accident? Oh this my is, gosh. No. So Apollo is the world's <clears throat> only hot sauce made with the Apollo pepper, the new hottest pepper from Guinness World Record holding chili breeders smoking Ed Curie. I can't even read it. So it's oh it's so Guinness World Record for the hottest pepper. Uh, channels the sun's Ooh. energy to bring new levels of flavor. And heat to the world of super hots. I can't talk. Sun's <laughs> energy. I don't even know if I read that right. I can't read. I can't talk. I'm making up stuff. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, guys. Whew. Whose idea was this? Yours, Charles. This is all your idea. I thought it was a group effort. Uh, False. Uh, mm. Whew. Okay. Nothing helps. Nothing helps. It makes it worse. I'm on the wane a little bit. I'm. I think I'm gonna be okay. Okay, you gonna take another All bite? Right. So ironically, <laughs> ironically, this movie. I didn't. I didn't like this movie really much at all. I liked really? the last five minutes of it, but I thought it was kind of boring overall. 
Yeah, I like, disagree. I'm surprised y'all like it a lot. I disagree. I love it. I, I think it's a, you know, the trailer compares it to a modern day exorcist and I, I love it. I'm, I think it's one of the best recent horror films actually. Me too. It's, Oh God. I mean, it kind of similar to Rosemary's baby and the exorcist. I feel like most of the, truly scary parts happen in the final act there it's there are some scary sequences peppered throughout but it does i mean like all of these i feel like you could say this about every single one the build-up is just excellent in my opinion it does such a good job of laying the 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 foundation and then it pays off in a really rewarding way um like the others it's very bleak I mean, it's it's not an easy movie to watch and sit through because it's <coughs> these people are just being emotionally ravaged and and tortured and some things that happen are pretty haunting. Um, That's stuff with Tony Collette at the end. It, I you mean. Know- it's, it's on my brain forever now. <laughs> this is another slow-burning movie, right? Like, I appreciate that. Um, but it's funny because the way it starts out, it, it you know, it's creepy and weird, but it doesn't really... I mean, again, I'm not going to get into spoilers. Um, but the sequence with the car, the son driving the car home, that whole yeah. sequence, uh-huh. until that moment, that's, that's when the movie changes, shifts gears yes. completely. Um, and that's one of the... Even though they don't really show it, it's one of the most horrific moments in the movie. And oh, yeah. I should also, I was going to point out too, like, a lot of these movies, I haven't, uh, the first three, I haven't watched them since before I had kids. And after having kids, I my perspective definitely has changed, and I find them probably even more horrific as a result. And this movie, um, it was the first time I'd watched it. Um, and this one in particular, I, I it's it just... It's hard as a parent to watch the stuff that happens, uh, especially that car scene. Mm-hmm. And I, I love how drawn out it is when it shows the brother's reaction, and he's just sitting there tearing up. And it's like he doesn't even that was good look. acting. Doesn't even want to look. Uh, yep. And I, I just man, I you know this movie actually is it, it, it is a lot like Rosemary's Baby in, in a sense. It is it's it's that mixed with The Exorcist. It's 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 good. It, it, um, I just think it works. Um, that director, I can't think of the director's name, but he also did Midsummer. Ari Aster. Uh, I, I like, wanted to I, see Midsummer. I love both those movies. Both these movies. Oh my god. <laughs> it's uh, okay. Um, I, I love both of his movies, and uh, he uh, um, both of them are similar. In that uh, it's a it's a similar slower trajectory to get to the ending, but the ending always pays off, and the ending is just one of those WTF like what am I watching? And this, as you say, Kelly, the stuff with her on the ceiling. Oh my uh, gosh! It's creepy, and the, and how she stays there, and it's funny because I it took me a while to even see her in the shot the first yeah. time when she's, and I'm like. Uh, Toby's actually the one who watched it with Toby and he's like, do you see it? I'm like, see what? What? Uh, it creeped me out. And I'm like, oh God. Like, um, yes. and they, oh and they, God. and they build up to that, build up to that. And like, it, it, it's, uh, yeah, I just, there's something about this movie. Uh, um, uh, but that the scene in the, in the, is it the barn or whatever it says? The, the tree house. Yeah, tree yes. ha- yeah. Well, no, not the tree house before the tree house. Oh, you mean the attic? Yeah. The attic. The attic. Yeah. 
I was just thinking of that same scene, Charles. That is that that gets me every time. That's like that's like some of the most like graphic stuff in horror movies, but it's it's used sparingly, and that's what. I, I don't know. It's, it's it's the sound of it. You because you don't even actually see the end result of that. It happens off camera, but you. It, it, it's kind of interesting. He seems to do. He's, he's very good about uh, building up to things, not showing you, and then showing you a lot, but also not showing you a lot. It's it, it, he rides he rides that line, and it just gets you. So you're imagining things that worse than they probably are, but you're also seeing them, and they are worse. And I don't know. It's you should watch Midsummer. It's it's really good. Um, even if it is a uh, 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 a remake of The Wicker Man, essentially, but uh, right? <clears throat> yeah, but if the, you think it's comparable uh, to this, then I, I definitely will because I, I oh I you haven't seen Midsummer? Really enjoyed no oh. is Midsummer a horror movie as well? Yeah, have you guys seen The Wicker Man? Not the no. not the Nicolas Cage version, but the original. Uh-uh. Okay, well then Neither. great, you're going into it. It's not an official remake. It's just it's a very similar story. But yeah, Midsummer is. Great, um, but I think Hereditary is better. Um, yeah, I, I love this movie, and the acting is so good, especially to everyone. You doing okay there, Mark? Yeah, it kind of gets in the back of your throat a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. It just went up, like kind of into my nose. Yeah, well, I can't, I can't feel my nose right now. Um, <laughs> so I don't know nice. what's going on. Uh, woo. But, even even okay even that scene some of the a lot of okay so a lot of the moments with peter are him reacting to scary things that are happening to other people but the scene in the classroom where where he first is actually possessed by the spirit and you know bangs his head on the desk and you see mm-hmm. the shift in his face like that yeah. was really scary to me too yeah because you, you it anticipate is. it coming for him, and then when it finally grabs him, it's just like well, when he ooh. looks over in the reflection, the reflection's smiling at him. Man, yes. it's ooh. just it's good because again, it's I I, I really I, I I hate that you don't like this movie, Mark, because I just I, I thought we were going to have one where we all agreed. Um, no, I, I mean I I get it, but I to me this is so I, this is I, I think the out of these four, The Exorcist is probably my favorite, but. It's a toss-up between Rosemary's Baby and this one, actually. Out of these four, just these four. Um, okay, so this is probably my second favorite, and then Rosemary's Baby and The Omen. Yeah, but it's kind of like it's kind of like the hot sauces, right? Where it's like you know the <laughs> I don't know which order we're going, but we had two kind of in the middle um, that were both excellent. That's kind of what The Omen or, or Rosemary's Baby and this one were like. And then yeah. I don't know. I guess, and I guess the Exorcist is like the Apollo, and I don't know. I don't know. That's even a good comparison because it's a big jump. But this movie scares me. It freaks me out. I was thinking about it days after when I watched it with Toby. Um, yeah, I'll be thinking about it. It didn't freak me out until until the the like the end stuff where she's where she's on the wall. Until then, I was like, okay, this is unsettling and kind of creepy and culty and and demonic. And it was really well done. It was really well made, and the the it was really well directed. I just I think I wanted more concrete something like it made me think, but it didn't make me think like the ending really. Like I have been thinking about it. I've been thinking about it a lot. And the ending like was really 
and if probably if I went back and rewatched it, I would enjoy it more now, knowing knowing the ending and what was what was leading up to it. Mm-hmm. But I was confused as to what was going on a little too much. Like with the sister, was she, was she like possessed from the beginning and the, I don't know how much we want to get into spoilers, but like, I guess she was the bad guy from the beginning, but didn't want a female body, but it didn't seem like that. Well, that's, she didn't act like she didn't act like one of the eight. Well, she was definitely weird. And I don't, I don't know exactly. Yeah. There, okay. To that point, there are things that I'm confused about. I mean, it, it, it's, it definitely wanted a male body and that's what they bring up. And, and it's kind of like the, uh, the paranormal activity movies, that, that storyline, if you follow those. Um, but, uh, I, I'm actually not sure all what the different metaphors are. I mean, the, the first shot of the movie, and you guys saw it in the trailer, is how it zooms in on that little, that, that house, that, uh, um, the model house. Yeah. And why is that? You know, the, they always say, like, the best movies show you their plot, their themes within the first 30 seconds. And so when I'm watching that, and that model house becomes real. It's like, well, what is it? What are they, what is that? Like, what is the message there? And, and I was going to ask you, oh, God, I got another whiff of it. Uh, but I didn't know if you guys had any like what is that metaphor like what does well, it no, say about Tony Collette and that I think that's another thing that bothered me about that it felt like all the miniatures were just it felt like the director knew somebody who did that and was like oh this is a cool thing that could be kind of creepy and it didn't seem it didn't seem to connect in any way see I, 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 I mean I don't disagree but in the sense that it didn't connect but I also think that this director I don't think he would throw stuff in there willy-nilly like that just because it was cool. Like, I think there's a purpose to that. As much as they emphasized it, um, I, I just don't get the analogy they're going for. And it would probably take a few more watches. Um, I, you know, I, was that her... They Early on, the mom died. The, the, the mo- Tony Collette's mom dies in this way. That's not much of a spoiler. But she sees kind of the ghosts in like the doorway doesn't she I can't, i'm trying to remember what she sees and and i wonder mm-hmm. is that real like is is tony collette crazy um i i know that they say the the uh, the mom wanted this all to happen too and that's kind of why mm-hmm. i'm assuming that's why tony collette kind of separated from her didn't really weren't talking and all that all this crazy stuff um well that was weird too because then they said like they enacted some no contact rule but then the but then they said the grandma like breastfed the daughter, her granddaughter, and well, even showed the like the little well, miniature of the grandmother like with her bare breast out. Like what? That's not even a thing. How would it, she it, be able to do that if unless she was pregnant too? Like it was it was weird. I didn't understand. Well, and they always said that that for the daughter was the favorite, and so yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't get that either. Like I, it made me wonder like could he have taken that body and. Or was it only taking that body to get to the son eventually because the, right. the son was cut off from the, you know, the mom was protecting his son. I, I don't know. I don't know what the ultimate plan was. Um, or if, uh, you know, was it truly 100% an accident or was it somehow, the sp- the, I don't know, were they able to kind of force that to happen? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, is it getting to you again, Mark? Um, a little bit. Yeah, um, but I, I so I don't know. I, I, there are some parts that I was confused about. I would I've only seen it once. I'd have to watch it again. 
I am convinced, though, that there is some metaphor with those miniature houses. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there. And I did. I was probably being a little too lighthearted when I said that he just knew somebody, but it just felt like it should have been more clear to to audiences like what the purpose of that was, and really just what the like wasn't the grandma living in the house with them? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't understand how you could be so scared and protective of your son that there'd be no contact with him to well, going she, she, to she her, kicked her out. Did, did she kick her out? I thought, I thought the no contact thing was like years before after the son in between the son and the daughter. And then when the, she was so upset by the no contact thing that she, she caved when she had the daughter and then the grandma was like, okay. all yeah, that, that makes a little more sense. Of her. And then she only moved in because she got so sick and that was when everything kind of came to a head. Because she really wasn't herself anymore, and what well, and the um, that kind of confessional part where she was kind of okay. So the other thing, which I was love, her I do love it, but the whole thing with her like walking and like almost killing, like I wondered about that too. Like you know, she was gonna had lighter fluid and was gonna set him on fire. Um, oh, the, oh, okay. I was thinking of something else. Well, no, no, that that's a different sequence. But I'm talking the part where. The, Maybe I, maybe we are talking about something different. I'm talking about the one where she goes in his room, and she thinks she's talking to him, and, and admits that he was was he in an accident, or was that what she says? Um, and she, oh yeah, that she tried to cause yes, herself yes. to have. Yeah. What what scene were you talking about? When you said confessional, I thought I thought you were talking about the scene when she goes to her grief support group. Oh. And. And yes. she's like telling the whole backstory of her relationship with her mom. That was really well done. Yes, the, it was the, so the, raw. The cinematography of the long take of it, uh, single take of it, was great. The acting was just—it was fantastic. I agree with you on that. But I meant the more uh, the sequence where she goes into his room and she's saying that stuff to him, and then it's kind of revealed that it didn't really happen. So there were parts that I was confused about that because I didn't understand her like i didn't understand it's, it's something she have, she have mental problems is, is she need help in the sense is it is it real is it were, were her mental problems caused by her grief with her mom and all that or because again well, that, that ties into the house it's like she's it's almost like she's trying to control every aspect of her life like microwing it micromanaging every aspect and being able to create it um uh-huh. and so but i don't know if that's what's intended I mean, I think that could work as a metaphor for the houses or for the for the Minter house. But but I but to, to your point about not knowing what's going on inside Tony Collette's mind, I think that's one of well, one of the reasons why I feel like the movie works so well is because for the better part of the movie, she's revealing all the she's peeling back these layers bit by bit and you're getting more of a sense of why she is the way she is and um, what she's been through. And so you start to wonder if the thing that's hereditary in the movie is severe mental illness because she talks about her mom, how her mom was severely mentally ill, her brother, her dad, but like all of them were. And so all these things start lining up and then she kind of has these outbursts with her family and then something else happens. And then, you know, so you start to like, is she just and then like like all the dream sequences that she has. You wonder, is she just losing her mind? Like, are these things really happening? And so the end kind of proving that it is really happening is kind of like, oh, crap, because you've almost convinced yourself at that point that she is just having a breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then the the husband sees the flies. Yeah. <laughs> in the attic, I'm like, oh man, it is real. Yeah, yeah that's true too. Because I didn't I didn't expect that. I thought it's not going to really be there. As uh-huh. it went a completely different direction than I assumed, which is yeah. cool. Well, the other thing I like is that you, um, for the for the better part of the movie, you think she might be um, evil. And that she, oh, like, oh, my God, how could she almost kill her son? And then you realize she's doing it to protect him from this horrible, you know, fate. Is that what it is, um, though? Because they don't really explain. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Okay. That That's what I, I mean, that's that seemed clear to me because they hit it twice. They with the With that and then I think later with the confession scene you were talking about, Charles, where she... She says something to the effect of trying to protect him or something. Because um, she was trying to light them all on fire. Like she was trying to light. She was trying to take them all out so that they wouldn't have this horrible thing happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't think it's a, a perfect movie for all the reasons you're you're describing, Mark. But I do. Some of the things, some of those things just didn't bother me enough to prevent and some of the things i just really did like about it so i to me it just totally yeah i i really love it you know i um i felt kind of a similar way when i watched the witch um which is not from the same director but it's the same uh they say the producers of the witch yeah um and I, I, I would consider both of these movies and midsummer to be kind of modern classic horror films mm-hmm. um I do really like The Witch. I haven't seen Midsummer, but I like yeah. The Witch better than this. I think. I I I, don't, I think they're just they're 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 going to be classics in us in the future, and they're but they're also very um, evocative of older classic films. Like I said, this one's kind of like The Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby, and Midsummer's like The Wicker Man, and then well, The Witch is just a different. They do that. I like The Witch a lot, um, but. Uh, I, I if again if I was making a definitive horror movie list and let's and I may do that in the future for thirty one days of horror we'll see but like if you were doing thirty one horror movies I would you put Hereditary on that list Kelly probably I think I would too um, I think I'd put The Witch on there it'd be hard but these are just really good and and also Insidious we talked about we almost put Insidious on this list um, yeah. Um, I like Insidious. I, I like that movie a lot too. That's another one, uh, a modern horror movie that I, I think will be classic. Um, I have not seen the Babadook. I know Micah really liked it. That's a really good one too. Um, that's a really yeah, that's a really good one, and that's a, a, a female director, which is great because there's not very many female horror directors. Well, I guess it is. They're kind of coming up more and more, but um, that's an interesting one. Um, and that's I don't yeah, the son doesn't get possessed in that, but that's. But yeah, but Insidious, uh, you know, I think we debated whether that was a possession movie or not. It was about demons and stuff, but um, mm-hmm. I'm glad we chose these four. But I do really like Insidious uh, a lot. Um, I don't really like Same. the sequels as much, but um, I think it's I think that's a great classic movie. And uh, The Conjuring, I really like that movie as well. Mm, I haven't seen The Conjuring. That's good. So I don't these think are, I have either. Yeah, if you're getting into like movies from like the last decade, those would definitely... <laughs> I think all those would have to be on there. Now, check out Midsummer. Um, in fact, uh, uh, without getting too much away, I that movie probably will be in a genre I pick in the future. So we can wait to do that. I don't know when the next one's going to be. Um, are you guys done, we done talking about Hereditary? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, uh, so did... Uh, 
what do you guys think our next thing is going to be? I mean, I, I don't even know what the plan is for me, really. This is not a scripted question or all that. I, I, I don't know. I know Topher and I are going to be doing um, Silence of the Lambs uh, and Kelly as well. Um, that's mm-hmm. the book we'll be talking about. Um, I don't know any of you. Is it? Is it? Oh, yeah, I took this one. So actually, the next time would probably be Kelly's time, right? I don't know if we've talked about that. I don't even know what we're counting. But I don't so. even know where we landed or how. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what order I don't either. We... <laughs> Everything's topsy-turvy. We're just yeah. lucky to I, make it into 2021. I just did uh, yeah. Torture Porn was my last one, right? Oh, yeah, and then I think yeah. Kelly's picks were next. Well, so we did we did Torture Porn, and then we did Election. Did we do another one in November? No. Mm-hmm. So we just did Election in this one. So Kelly, I think Kelly gets to go twice, right? Uh, I don't remember. Honestly, don't I, remember. I, I I thought we said that, and then we we haven't. So maybe we maybe we did. I I can't remember. I really can't remember. I don't know. It feels like so, uh, time time is so elusive right now. I have no idea. Things. I don't that think Kelly goes happen. twice. Why would Kelly go twice? I thought there was we skipped her. We did something weird, and we never made it. We back always to skip her. her. She's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, uh, so we I'm don't sorry. Have any, but but I will Midsummer could potentially it's it's on one of the genres I want to do. So if you guys want to wait and watch it for that, that's cool too. Um Okay. But you yeah, should both of you should watch it. Too. Um but I've got a I've got a cool idea for a genre. I was just looking at you mentioned checking out these horror movies. Netflix has so many <laughs> creepy looking horror movies on it just when I was looking for some of these to see if they were on here yeah they do hey I said the Wicker Man Midsummer. uh what else did we say I don't remember oh uh, uh, uh the Conjuring. Conjuring yeah Conjuring Conjuring 1 and 2 are good and they're making a, another one so and that's actually what the Annabelle movies came out of that, those movies yeah 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 mm. Nice. Okay, so what do we decide? <laughs> we are. <laughs> well, I, I don't know, and I'll have to talk to to Topher because I um and you too, Kelly. Have you started Silence of Lambs yet? The book? No, I no. haven't either. So I, I I don't figure we'll be doing that one in January. Um, that's okay. probably going to be more February one. Um, okay, at the earliest. so maybe we do. Maybe I'll do an episode in January, and then yeah. we'll do that one in February. Yeah, well, we try. Well, yeah, we try to do two a month. So, um, yeah, so we try to do one of these a month, and then I alternate. Topher and I do Good Bad Podcast. Well, no, what is there called? Fifty Fifty used to be called Good Bad Podcast. Yeah, we alternate Fifty Fifty with the other one. So, I think Silence will at least be February or March before we get into that one. And okay. then um, I don't know the Fifty Fifty, but yeah, well, so we need to figure out Good Bad Podcast what we're doing in twenty twenty one. Yeah. We can potentially double up on good bads if we need to for January. Yeah, yeah, we could, uh, yeah, we could double up or whatever you got because I, I I have a few and um, uh, I don't know I I have a few ideas that I definitely want to do. Um, so anyway, uh, on this particular episode, I I don't know these I know these probably aren't appropriate um for the season for the Christmas season. Um, but well, you know, they are not extremely seasonally appropriate, but in a sense, they are appropriate because they are appropriate to this particular season of my life. <laughs> Charles and I, when we were talking about doing this episode, I was like, 
know, <laughs> how, what, what, what do my picks want to be? And then Charles had the idea of doing Satanic Children. I was like, well, you know, that, that really works out because, um, you know, I, I, I know a little something about that now. I can add that to oh. my little personal resume. Uh-oh. Is this an announcement, Kelly? It is an announcement, Mark. Are you having a baby, Kelly? Yep. Oh, my God. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I saw it on Facebook a while back, though. Yeah. It's not was an actually... announcement. It's, it's an announcement after an announcement. But well, before, the, and before that announcement came out, like, before the announcement came out, Kelly and I were talking about it. And it's like, how do we do a Christmas movie? How do we incorporate spicy wings? And how do we make it about your baby announcement without, baby. <laughs> without being about your baby? And so it's like satanic children movies. And, uh, of course. And, and I'd actually present it to Herb first. And I was like, you're going to hate this. But this is the only idea that, that crosses, checks all those boxes. Um, and she's like, I love it. And I was like, what? Like, you... You know, what? Oh, and she's she's like, what did you say? You're like you're like baby wants to eat some spicy things. Yes. Um, so, um, are you going to reveal the gender, or is that too much for this particular podcast? Do you know or the name? Yeah, we we can reveal it. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm I, not pushing you on that. Uh, just didn't know. I, think I, that, I don't mind. Cat's out of the bag. I, all right, I, I, the cat. Because I, 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 I like the name a lot, and I think it's fantastic, and I'm happy. Oh, you already know that. the name? Oh, I want to hear. Is, so I'm going to be having a little girl, and her oh, name yeah. is Molly Stanwyck Ernst. No, are you serious? It is. <laughs> I'm a large nerd, <laughs> and I have awesome. no love it. About that's it. amazing. Molly Stanwyck, that's greatness. I think it's great. <laughs> oh, girls are the best. Yeah. Charles and I can tell you. Yes, girls, girls are awesome. It's uh, yeah. I was one of the oldest to be I, girl. I can't wait. I really did. I was so I was dead sure it was going to be a boy. I don't know why. I just had a feeling. Um, and then I found out it's a girl. And you know, it's like my daughter is like she she's going to love scary movies with me too. She already kind of likes them. Um, and she, even when I'm doing the makeup for this stuff, she wants to do the makeup too. She's like ask, always asking me about getting out my makeup kit, doing stuff. And it, it's kind of, yeah. So I, I'm, it'll be awesome if your little girl's a movie nerd too, like you, Kelly. And <laughs> I like us, so. it'll, it'll be great. I'll try my best to, to make it so. Yeah. Nice. Maybe we'll do a, maybe my topic will be a Stanwyck Redux in honor of little baby Molly. <laughs> do some yeah, That's good sailing. too. We That's, haven't done it in a while. Yeah. Um, when you say Redux, I mean, you would do completely different movies from the other ones? Mm-hmm. Or would you do like a special edition where we do like a lot of different ones of hers? Oh, I don't know. Okay. That's a good we, question. There was a, there's a, um, a new Blu-ray set of hers. I think I shared it with you a while back, Kelly, where it's like some of Stan Wick's like lesser movies. I wouldn't say lesser, but lesser known movies. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember what I'm talking about? It was like three or four of them, and they, they were ones I'd never heard of, and I and I, I wondered if you had. They yeah, I do remember you you sending that to me. I can't remember off the top of my head right now which ones they were, but um, I think it, it was a good collection. I think. Yeah, so it might be cool to check that out. But I um, yeah, because I I I really liked uh, I really liked the movie she was in. I you know in that um, the one with uh, uh, Henry Fonda. Uh-huh. And I know that I know that was your favorite, and I I I, I actually that came on um, TV the other day, and I so I've rewatched it since then. And I it, it grew on me a lot. Like I I really like her performance in it, and you know, mm-hmm. so I, the even the one with uh, 
what's the cat one? Um, the where they have like the opening credits with the cats and the. <laughs> uh, um, I still remember that episode. I still remember listening to that. I was running through. I was jogging through my neighborhood back to my house, laughing out loud at y'all, y'all talking about the cat, the credits. I remember when my wife and I were watching it, and we just were like, "That's." She's like, after the the credits roll, she's like, "This is my new favorite movie," and it's probably the best part of the movie. Um, but was it Jane Fonda in that one? Yeah. Oh man, I didn't even put that together. She worked with Henry Fonda and Jane Fonda. That's yeah. crazy. Um. Anyway. Um. But yes. Uh. I, Kelly, if you want to do Stanwick, that would be awesome. I I would be okay. really thrilled to do that. And, cool. Uh, and then I would it go back to me after that, or I, again, I don't know. I haven't decided. If we go back to me, I've got a few, and maybe I'll. I don't know if I should save the Midsummer one for more October for more scary stuff. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you have to. I don't. I don't. I mean, I think you can. Well, you don't know the genre yet, (laughs) so you might not like the genre. (laughs) You've already you've set a high bar, Charles. Oh man! I think I'm. I think I'm prepared for anything I could possibly see. Kelly, be careful, because this is one of those like, what could possibly be worse? And then you can. I would say that's uh, true. Honestly, Midsummer is more it's like hereditary even more disturbing though um so just be aware of that like it's it's pretty wild so okay um just well, yeah i'm ready yeah so at least you have a taste of it unlike the uh <laughs> blood-sucking freaks i speaking of blood-sucking freaks i just How often say, can you say that really <laughs> yeah, of- I know. <laughs> not often enough but I, I was in like my seventh or eighth week of pregnancy when I was watching Ichi the Killer and Blood Sucking Freaks, <laughs> and, and I really have had a good pregnancy. Like I haven't felt sick or really anything. But those, that was like, those times I was like, poor baby. I was really I was biting it back. Molly was not having it. Have you considered Have you considered May West? <laughs> so no. Maybe if you have another girl. <laughs> you joke about that, but I did consider it. So, MW, MW, come up and see me. Oh, oh man. Oh. I need my bottle, Mama. Give me the bottle. Hmm. I, I thought you meant uh, another like May West genre, like May West Redux. I don't even know what we'd watch. It's I'll bring just... the. I'll bring the bottle of milk. You bring the <laughs> bottle of schnapps. Mm, oh. <laughs> that's that's not suggestive enough. <laughs> oh. oh, nothing God. will nothing will ever beat Micah's uh, May West joke. You what was it? The oh man, I can't remember it now. I need to rewatch that episode. It was, it was when he yeah. guest starred on our James Bond one, I think. You, oh, you bring the double O seven. I'll bring the double D's or something like that. It was, it was oh, yeah. greatness. I forgot about that. Oh man! What's, wait, what's it called? I I forget what the movie's called every time. The the recent one. Or, Sextet. Right? Yeah, Sextet. That's right. That's right. I don't know why I keep forgetting Sextet. that. How could you forget, oh, Charles? That eternal classic. Uh, I I remember the movie. I just she was like ninety in that movie. Jesus. <laughs> With her Voldemort nostrils no, and her heavy no, hair brushing. She's she crazy. 
Oh, James Bond in that movie. It's okay. Wait, wait, wait. It was. <clears throat> it was night. Oh no, I'm sorry. Wrong. Oh, dang it. I look. I was looking up a sex tad a second ago. <laughs> I was gonna see what year it was. Okay, sex tad was 1977, and Mae West was born in. <laughs> 1892. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, eight. She died at 88, but that was three years. So she was 85 in that movie. Oh my gosh, she was 85. <laughs> she was strapped into that girl. You like, choked like, yourself when you did the, did the quick man. <laughs> She's not even born in that same century. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, May West. <laughs> Give me a bit, mama. <laughs> Come up and feed me sometime. You, is that May West in her 80s or your kid? What is <laughs> Both are applicable. Uh, uh, this is, oh, it's just tangent, but it's awesome. I'm excited if we could do Stanley movies, and then then, then oh, Midsummer will be great after that. Oh God! <laughs> if Mids- if we that if that's the case, so Midsummer will be in February for Valentine's Day. Yeah, that was so go. romantic. Watching scary movies. Very on brand. It doesn't matter, like Charles. It doesn't matter what we do. We're always watching crappy, scary, <laughs> bloody true. movies during all the. <laughs> that's not true. You... We we did do some happy. We did like you. Did no, we, we, you ruined you ruined last Christmas too, or two years ago. Whenever that we did the like the twelve days of Christmas horror, or whatever. Okay, we, it did, was. we did Christmas horror, but we also did like the Santa Claus movies. Yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. Tim Allen's, but we did other Santa Claus movies. True. Um, I, I feel like we've done Thanksgiving. Some... We did Blood Sucking Freaks. <laughs> for... No, that was not Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was election. We did the election. Okay, this year. all right, all October, right, October. Right. But uh, what was my topic before the um, torture porn? I don't even know. I don't know. I can't remember. Mm. <laughs> Wasn't silk? What was the silk one when we watched? Oh, that was Kelly's pick. That was Kieran Knightley. Knight, oh, Kieran Knightley. That's right. Yeah. All right. You can't okay, blame me for we, that one. Should we? <laughs> should we wrap it up? Yeah, I suppose. Uh, I've got the outro pulled up. Well, congratulations, Kelly. For we... yeah, congratulations. That's oh, awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be and wild thanks ride. To, thanks to Hot yeah. Ones and. Heatonist, which is the website you can go if you want to order these fine hot sauces. Although I am not recommending Apollo. No, no, I, I think I. I think we're all in pretty much agreement. Maybe maybe you guys are slightly yeah. different, but um, yeah. the the mild one I really like that's garlicky, and I really like the this the hot one. Uh, the the middle yeah, that was good. Los Caliente. Caliente, and then and then it would be the honey for me. But the honey, Bro. honey was honey was pretty good, but it's a little it's better than I thought it was going to be. But it's uh. The honey's good. I want a little more spice with that one. They say um, they say you could put it on anything. Like they, on their website, they even talk about putting it on um, uh, on ice cream. They say it's really good on ice cream. I don't know. I guess it would the two would mix. Yeah, I could see that. Oh, by the way, I'm wearing a I'm wearing a this is a um, nice the Grogu. This, the, oh man, the that finale was great. Yes, it was. Mandalorian is amazing. Uh, oh, Charles, you were there when we were talking. You you hadn't got there today when we were talking about it. Yeah, we need to talk Mandalorian. I uh, anyway. I think I'm I'm not gonna spoil anything for that. I thought it was fantastic. I loved oh, it. Man, yeah. Um and and uh, Kelly, have you watched the Mandalorian at all? 
No, I haven't. Well, <clears> if, <throat> if, 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 oh, I, don't, I don't know if you're into Star Wars at all. I don't. I know we've talked about it a little bit, but um, you got the series yeah. is better, and I think I think in this season two, the last several episodes of it, I feel like they gave us what everybody wanted in the sequel trilogy, but didn't get. <laughs> so for well, me, as a Star Wars fan, I was saying something. It's it lived up to it, man. I keep tasting the back of my throat. Yeah. It keeps getting me like this. I don't know if it's like stuck in my teeth, the cauliflower or what, but. No, it's happening anyway. to me too, I think. But yeah, so Mandalorian is fantastic. And um, yeah. The, the the place I wasn't sure they were going to go or I didn't think they would go there, they went there and totally pulled it off. Yes, they did. I, I, if we're talking about the same thing. I, and that, that yeah, surprised probably. me. But I, I just, I liked all the world building they're doing. And, and like, I like Bill Burr's episode in this one. Yeah. A lot. So yeah, I, I again. I, I love The Force Awakens. I can't stand The Last Jedi. And then Rise of Skywalker is kind of eh. Um, but I, I, I these are... Seriously, they've done... Between the two seasons, I mean, they've done another... Essentially, because it's like... There's eight episodes in each season, and they're averaging 30 minutes. So, that's... Yeah. You know, so you figure... They're 30 minutes to 45 minutes on them. But So, they've at least done... Out of what they've done, they've done enough for a whole other trilogy, really. Yeah. And it's better than the ones we got. Wow. So, yep. And the other cool thing is they're tying it all into the prequels, the original trilogy, and the sequel trilogy. Uh-huh. They're, they're keeping it consistent with all of them. Well, and a lot of uh, Clone Wars, too. Yeah, Clone Wars and Rebels. So, anyway, hmm. sorry, I didn't mean to really. Yeah. I just want to sew my nope. shirt off. Yeah, yep. no, I do. I do want to check it out. I just, we don't we don't have it yet, but probably we're going to get it at some point. So Disney Plus? Yeah. Oh, wow. oh well, yeah, and it's... Uh, great for children as well that's the i I mean disney plus is like my i watch that that and shutter i probably watch the most but disney plus is like they come out with such good content and they're and they're announced like 10 new star wars shows plus all the marvel shows wandavision looks really good so it's a it's a really good mix and we watch it i mean my daughter watches tons of stuff on it so i'm sure molly will watch a lot of stuff on there too kelly yeah true so. I think that's really funny that those are your those two polar opposites are your two main <laughs> I, I, I watch Shutter. channels. Disney Plus. Well, and this is I think I, I don't know if I said this before, but I'm I'm a night owl and I'm also I have insomnia a lot of times and like, um, uh, you know sometimes as a night owl like my brain goes into overdrive like I'm doing my my most thinking at the time and I can't shut it off mm-hmm. and for whatever reason horror movies can calm me down. And I, I know that sounds weird, but like I can put one on and I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I th- I'm not one of those people that says I can't get scared at a horror film, right? I'm not one of those guys like, Oh, nothing scares me. Like horror movies definitely freak me out. Um, and I think it's, that's the reason. Like, I think I can be in here stressing out over anything or not being able to sleep, put a horror movie on and I'm into that world and I'm sucked into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why. So shutter, I watch shutter a lot like, at night. And I'll, and it'll just it calms me down in a weird way. It has a weird calming effect on me, and I'm into that movie, and I forget about everything else. Um, I like that. And that's that's the truth of it. And and you know, and and like I said, my wife doesn't really like scary movies, so it's, it's also the perfect time for me to watch a scary movie. It just kind of works out that way. Mm-hmm. But whereas go. whereas every you know, not during the day, I'm watching I'm Disney. So mm-hmm. anyway, there's a into my psyche there. Yep. I, they, Shutter does put out really cool stuff. I I need to watch it more than I do, but every time I watch it, 
<clears throat> every time I watch them on there, I'm like, well, I really need to. Well, watch I, this Joe one. Bob is on there, um, and he just did yeah. a Christmas episode one, um, and that was really good. So I watch that a lot. That's one of my favorites, and uh, they keep putting out a bunch of original stuff too. Like um, they did like a, a a Christmas version of Creep Show, um, just recently, in the last few days. Um, so yeah, if you, I don't so know. If, if you guys don't have Shutter, like definitely check it out because it's not that expensive. Like they always have really good deals. You could buy it for the year and get it like really cheap. Mm-hmm. So I think it's cheaper than Hulu, and they come out with like just tons of original stuff all the time. So yeah, it's good stuff. All right, Mark. Now you were transitioning. Oh. All right, <laughs> the outro. Sorry, no, this just, is good. Yeah, good talk, guys. Good talk. Well, in the future, you can check us out live on Facebook or listen to the replay on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and YouTube by searching Good Bad Podcast, all one word, or head over to our website, itsjustawesome.com. But wherever you check us out, please be sure to subscribe. It really does help. And I have been Mark. I have been Kelly. And I'm Charles. And please uh, definitely subscribe, like you said, but also share our stuff. If you see it on social media, share it. Share it with your friends if you like it. Um Give us suggestions, too, in the comments. Like, if there's something that you want us to talk about and all that, and or even wild, crazy ideas, like, you know, if you want us to eat more hot wings. <laughs> Although, I don't... Having tasted Apollo, I don't know that I could do it again. Uh, it would I'd be like... Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. But, uh, but, yeah. So, also, I just want to say uh, happy holidays or Merry Christmas or whatever it is, if you're celebrating um, or not celebrating, either way. Uh, this... Uh, this is uh, this is kind of one of those special things. This is another reason why I think it's fun we can get to other genres that aren't specifically Christmas related, especially if you're not into Christmas or you don't celebrate it, right? So, um, but yeah, I would say just happy holidays and happy New Year, and we'll we'll see you guys again in 2021 after this crazy year that's that's been 2020. So, yeah, thank goodness. Yep. <laughs> I'll be safe right. and healthy out there. Okay. Yep. All Thanks, right. everybody. Have a good one, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Your mother.